welcome to the wave um my name is malu and i am your host this is our first official episode and we will be talking about mental health and how to give a positive attitude so today's guest we have movita and she is a positive enthusiast and she will be the one to explain that best as we get into this journey we will be ready to learn something new and how mental health can connect with so many areas within our lives without further ado let's get into it okay so tell, tell us tell us about yourself who is movita tell us about yourself Okay, Movita is a third culture kid, meaning an individual who spent a significant part of the development years in a culture other than her parents' culture. I can develop a sense of relationship to different cultures while not having ownership to those cultures. And I think that's what made me creative and more positive. I know there have been some negative sides to me being a third culture kid but honestly majority are positive and made me conquer a lot of things you know a lot i think i think that's a first for people to hear the the term culture kid i think that's also new to me um but what i want to find out is um when you define yourself as a culture kid has that really impacted you to start your journey as a positive enthusiast yes and yes it has impacted me positively because i'm mixing with different cultures that means like you're different you're not really going to entirely fit in and sometimes the response from people who are not who don't share the same beliefs or cultures as you it can be quite stressful so with that i had to be positive i just had to somehow find a connection with those people or with anybody in general and that's what led to my positive journey and i mean i i didn't even know about being a third culture kid until university when i mixed with a fellow third culture kid who gave me more insight to it and that's how it all began wow and um how did how did you cope mentally knowing that you're not going to fit in entirely uh with certain people of you know different cultures how exactly did that like impact you like mentally like how did it make you feel what what were what were your thoughts like when you were going through what you were going through at that time hmm well that takes me back way way back cuz i only realized like in grade 8 going here in Zambia and that's when i realized like oh okay it hit me when people started laughing at me almost at everything how i'd speak how i'd read how i'd almost like that's when i realized i didn't i like okay now i'm am i that different that the way i was pronouncing like i didn't even feel like this was my country i only felt it more when i was back in zambia because that's when i was receiving more mockery than i've ever received like elsewhere i didn't people like would mind their own business but here 
it was a bit different like uh, i just remember feeling bullied like i remember having an episode where i could tolerate because you know i was taught to have patience but i think because i've never experienced so much laughter in my life where someone laughs at me i think that's where i i got so sensitive because i would be i remember when i was even like really young for me to even learn my language like i think i i was very i'm sensitive to people laughing at me so much I, well i was now it's like ugh, whatever but like when i was younger i was very sensitive and i think my it was caught on when they were trying to teach me to speak my language and when i would try to pronounce it pronounce some words i couldn't because or i would pronounce it in a funny way and then they would laugh and that's when i realized and i would shy away or something and that's how i think that's where it all began but then it hit me hard in grade like eight when i realized that oh i'm sensitive like that when people laugh at me but then i had to grow some thick skin eventually but that's eventually you know how that happened (laughs) yo um yeah that's definitely going to get you like to build some thick skin around it um but i feel like what the people's message was was a feeling of telling you you're different you dig i feel like they're saying nah she's different and they didn't know anything about that i don't think they did they, they knew the right way to react to it because people i don't want to stereotype um in i've come across this actually they don't know how to welcome anyone that seems different they all want to seem the same and i think there's a problem with that but when it comes to that and it comes to the way you um were laughed at or bullied did it help did it like impact you in any way when it came to like fitting in with different people while you were here Huh, that's true. You, that, you could be right on that. But yeah, um, trying to fit in with different people, I did make an effort here and there. I just don't remember how I did. But I do remember it starting off negatively, actually. Now that we discussed this, and I think in the, it just it didn't impact me positively at that point. My reaction was not positive because I remember one time I got so furious, you know, the teacher asked me like, can you read? And I didn't want to because I felt like oh, they're going to laugh at me again because I didn't see that as a as a good thing as seeing me different or anything like that. So I was like, oh, they're going to laugh at me again. Why should I read? But I was bold enough to still read because I had this respect towards adults so that if I'm requested to do something, I just do it. So I read. Then I just hear some giggles in the back, giggles in the back. And I think at some point when the teachers, the teacher left, I just, I don't know what happened. Someone said something again. And then like, I, I pushed the table in front and I got so mad. I, I kicked the table rather. And then like, I stood up and I'm like, I'm, I don't, I don't remember what I said, but I was yelling. I was on top of my voice. And I was like, I I didn't choose I didn't choose to be like this, okay? I didn't choose to speak the way I speak. I remember saying all that stuff. I don't understand why people react like this or treat me like this. It's not right. And then I just started feeling like a bunch of emotions and I'm crying. I'm angry. I just wanted to 
choke someone at that moment. I just wanted to show that I am powerful. And that's how my my like as a woman I I started feeling like all kinds of like anger. It's like I've never felt like this before. Never reacted like that before. And I just wanted to I really wanted to look for the person who was and the next thing I hear someone call me a savage. I'm like, who called me a savage? Who called me a savage? And I really wanted to beat that person up at that moment. And I just walked out of the class and then I don't know I don't know because my sister was a prefect at that time so I don't know how she, who told her or if it was I don't know and she went she came to my class and she was like um can you can you guys stop like I think she lectured them and stuff and then that's how I I I, I just had to calm down at that moment wow wow wow, wow. I, I, I won't lie uh your story has like it's moved me a bit because i was like i was like picturing everything it's sad that people would go through that length and do those things be extra like that you know i think people need, need to learn to have manners otherwise these these anger issues are not easy to control and i can relate because well i haven't been bullied much my whole life i think i was bullied once and after then i just stopped taking anything from anyone I think they figured it out. I only got bullied when I was like small. Uh, I was small and I had a big ass head. I was big. I don't even lie. And I still think it's big. So in case you meet me in person, whoever listens to this and they're like, ah, oh, shoot, yeah, it's me. My head is big. No pressure. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I was small. I had a big head. I was looking like a lollipop. So I was playing with like what, five of my friends. There was one guy and there were like four girls. So one of them kicked the ball really far. And I was r- running, I was at full speed. I was running, I was running, I was running. But while I'm running, I'm looking back at them and I think we're in conversation or saying something. Next moment I know I'm hitting the ground. <clears throat> my head was the first thing to hit the ground. And I could feel like when my head hit the ground, it's like I sent an impact to the whole school. I, all I could hear was you know, thing you hear when someone has slapped really hard. That's what that's what I heard. So as I got up I could see almost everyone laughing, including the teachers. So when it comes to anger, the anger I felt in that moment was too I don't think I've ever felt any anger like that in my life. Because at that moment it was like, okay, I've been taking it as a joke. I'm a kid, but now I'm tired, Joe. Like, relax with this. So when it comes to anger, people need to know that it's not easy to control anger, you know. But for you, like, when you look at it now, when you look back at it now, how have you been able to, like, control that anger? Wow, you see, like, hearing someone else's story, it gives you empathy. And I think you have empathy. I have empathy because of our experiences. And I think many people need to find, even if they've not experienced, not even if they don't have experience, they can learn empathy. That's one of the things I need to. That's one of the things I'm trying to impact people with, also. But coming to your question, how I've dealt with anger. For me personally, it's just the word of God and prayer. But that's before. But before I was truly saved. How did I used to deal with this thing? Eh? How did I used to deal with my anger? Wow. Okay, let's talk about this. 
when I was learning to deal with this anger, I invested in working out the gym, but that only came later. <laughs> yes, I was going to the gym. I remember in 2013, that's when I started going to the gym, even though I was really, I was actually still big. I am still thick, so yeah. I don't think I would really become a size zero or yeah, whatever size the world wants us to be. But I, I still, I was very fit. I was actually an energetic person. I loved dancing. I, I just tried to channel my energy and things. But when I was angry, and I didn't want to use my anger on a person, or I was learning to just react in different ways. So there was working out. I've had moments where I decided to let me learn karate, kickboxing. The worst was punching walls. There was a time I, I just started punching walls. Because I think in my head I felt like people thought girls were weak. And that we can't do anything. Like I've just had this alpha female. Like I, it's just really crazy because... And then years later that's when I decided, okay, like... Be, channeling with the word of god and that's yeah when i got saved that's how i started reading more of the word of god which says have patience and all that stuff yeah hey thank you thank you i think yeah we both have empathy we're both empaths and i think you learn about how to be it when you start to realize that everyone is actually going through something and you just need to be patient just like you talked about the word of god uh it just teaches you to be like patient with people even though they react in a funny way you just have a an intuitive way of understanding why they're acting why they're acting and then you just act differently to what they Mm -hmm. thought you were going to react like so for me that's where i learned uh empathy from and i've heard you mention something about working out as well we're working out i feel like yeah working out does help it, it really does help and uh i do watch your videos by the way and uh when it comes to or maybe you would like to mm-hmm. tell the people what exactly you mean when you say uh body positivity right on <laughs> so yes um thank you for watching my videos i appreciate that i really do and uh, body positivity okay before i explain that it's had a lot of backlash many people have been against the the word the term body positive because they feel like it's promoting people to be obese or people to it's not even just about obese people they're people who are slim who are not who want to maintain okay yeah that's why it's not even about obese or being or promoting obese there are people who okay let me talk about the modeling interest industry many uh, way back i don't know if it's still happening now but way back i was aware that models would have to maintain a certain weight like maybe zero size zero and for that they do all kinds of things to their bodies which was negative or would impact them negatively like some would end up being anorexic or bulimic having to be bulimic you know just to maintain the size zero to please a company to make money 
and that's where body positivity comes in to encourage people to love their bodies and to encourage industries to appreciate all kinds of bodies and not always specify that someone should look a certain way and that's considered beautiful or someone should be a certain weight and to be considered beautiful or to be considered brand worthy i think that's where people go wrong and that's where i don't even understand why there should be a backlash over the word body positivity and so many people are going through so many things and having to put so much pressure on themselves to just fit into societies or brand industries terms because at the end of the day you find this the same people who are suggesting that they'll change like like a chameleon and be inter- you can tell it now curvy curvy girls are the in thing like for example because of fashion nova now people are working and striving to have curvy bodies wearing corsets to to actually be more curvy or something like that you see and it's like these people can change in a nutshell and you're trying to please these kind of brands no then that's why body positivity comes in to encourage people to be proud of who they are and work if they want to change themselves it shouldn't be because someone said so but maybe for their health or something like that right 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 um when it comes to body positivity right um let's give an example of you and your body type you're you're thick right so let's say you're going about your body positivity and somebody comes along do you think other people's do you think compliments really matter like for example someone walks up to you and says hey i think you're really sexy do you think that really impacts you mentally or it doesn't really matter because the body positivity journey has itself in itself everything to cut off for what you need that you won't even need other people's compliments or anything like how exactly would you would you what exactly would you say about that wow that's an interesting question i've never been asked that before i think <sighs> okay no compliments I, my mom has always taught me that don't let them get to your head so i would say no if someone comes i had standards if someone comes at me like oh you're sexy to be specific i was like okay what is this person's motive why is this person calling me sexy why so i wouldn't really take a compliment like especially the words of the compliment if someone comes at me sexy especially a long time ago what's your motive if someone says you're beautiful i'll just really say thank you and then that's it moving on (laughs) i appreciate compliments but they don't get to my head and let okay if it's a negative wait what am i saying negative compliment (laughs) (laughs) no uh, there's no such thing as a negative compliment but from what you've said the words that are coming from the compliment actually carry impact um so if someone walks up to you and says you're beautiful you take the compliment and say thank you but don't you think that's a bit too cliche kindly clarify what's cliche being told i'm beautiful yeah let me understand that part further well um for a guy personally i won't talk for every guy but for 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 me it's like if i ever 
say you're beautiful well not every time i mean sometimes i actually do mean it um it will it most likely means i'm just looking at your appearance and do you think that's just enough to say okay i appreciate your appearance do you think it's okay for you to go on with that thought throughout your life to say someone complimented me on my appearance as a girl do you think uh saying you're beautiful is like enough and for me what i mean by cliche is like it's too predictable it's just like a way in into the conversation like it's a way into the conversation with you and then i can take it further down wherever i i plan to take it meaning there's still motives behind where you're beautiful so like for you do you think it would be enough to just have a compliment to say i think you're beautiful well you are absolutely correct it is cliche maybe there's some genuine folks out there guys out there who might not know how to start a conversation and complimenting is the only way to start the conversation and i'll be like fine but small talk like i was okay like funny story i was telling my cousin i was like if you're gonna if i have someone in life and then one day they actually want to propose with a ring they shouldn't do it in this cliche manner like cake or not that i'm extravagant for me i want to see how creative someone can get because i'm sort of like ambiverted okay like an introvert i'm an extrovert so i want to see less small talk and more what's the, like big talk <laughs> big talk like let me see how intellect you get of course don't make me look dumb though but like <laughs> a lot of people do that a lot but yeah let's see how you can pick my brain yeah pick my brain you know treat me like math treated me for several years so okay let me not be too extra about it but i'm kidding but yeah it is cliche and it's not wrong to compliment but i just feel like it's not it becomes meaningless if it's just for attraction or something like that <laughs> you have to be treated like math uh that's a lot of angles <laughs> but anyway back to the point i think what you basically said it really matters how even if you say someone is beautiful like what else goes on after that after the conversation is what's going to like make you more make you feel more at ease especially that you said you're, you're an ambivert um so yeah i feel like it's all about the mental and it just doesn't take a simple a simple oh you're beautiful to impress someone with a with a stable mindset with a strong mindset with a body positive mindset um it takes a real mental connection and i feel like um now i'm on my last question yeah i hate to go to the last questions two last questions but yeah uh, how do you think uh or do you think disappointments are something that's planned <laughs> that's funny <laughs> exactly and 
that's about making efforts you know in your approach and getting to know someone and most importantly communication i feel like we lack a lot in communication you know it's i can't read your mind you can't read my mind unless we communicate and state our motives our differences and all that stuff well and that gets to your question like are disappointments planned i would say yes and no for someone who's been disappointed a lot some of the disappointments i've had were not planned and then some of the disappointments i've had were planned it's pretty, it depends on the scenario it depends on the situation i guess yeah and if i explain further maybe it will be so long but this disappointments aren't planned for example if you have an interview for a job and you don't get a job you get disappointed that you didn't get the job it wasn't entirely planned for you to not get the job it doesn't mean you're not good enough maybe they just maybe they already had someone in mind before you came in it's all about perspective to be honest so i would say no and also yes i think i think i agree with that i think it's all about uh perspective and how you look at the situation yeah that's that's actually something i've learned right now yeah thanks for that by the way uh now to the last question um how would you encourage someone to be more sane inside their own body and inside their own mind what exactly would you what advice would you give them so that to help them stay within themselves how to be comfortable with yourself um you're most welcome well to stay sane firstly never be too hard on yourself and being not too hard on yourself means not you know don't suppress your feelings emotions too much you know because i've i've been told i'm too emotional i i overthink when at the end of the day i i realize that i handle my emotions pretty well by allowing myself to feel what i'm feeling and then get over it and not suppress what i'm feeling and continue dying inside and then i end up struggling more and you know one thing one needs to someone needs to realize is hiding your feelings and not dealing with your feelings or dealing with a problem will eventually you will explode so it's way better to deal with whatever it is your your feelings your your situation and don't pressure yourself to deal with it then and there you can never deal with something then and there all the time seek ways seek solutions seek guidance pray i if you're if you if you're a believer pray you know that's how i deal with it that's how i stay sane write your feelings if you feel like it i mean just find any means to deal with your situation especially positive ways not 
negative ways because eventually that will impact that will just have a reaction that you might regret in fact just deal with ways that deal with it in ways that you will not regret and that's what i can say so do not suppress your feelings deal with your feelings don't run from your problems deal with it find solutions with it it doesn't matter how long it will take and then pray that's my way of dealing with and staying sane basically another thing is talking to someone because sometimes you know like no one's an island you may like to be alone but it gets dark it eventually gets dark in our moments of being alone and that's when you start dark thoughts start creeping in so it's important that when you feel yourself zoning out and getting into those dark moments and in these times when you can't really physically talk to someone make a call make a call or text yeah human interaction is important i've definitely learned a lot from having this conversation with you and i appreciate you agreeing to come here to be here and have this conversation with me i appreciate that a lot and i hope we can have another interview like this again hopefully i'll be looking forward to it um and yeah i just appreciate having you thank you thank you very much thank you so 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 much as well it's my pleasure it's been a pleasure being a part of this uh, i'm really grateful i'm also i'm also i mean i've also learned so much in this and thank you for boosting my confidence further i hope you um i wish you nothing but the best and i wish you more success as well and stay positive so that was it 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 so i hope you guys have picked up on something i hope you guys have learned something like i have learned something and please feel free to join the conversation you can reach me on instagram facebook and even whatsapp please feel free to have a conversation with me hit me up whenever if you have direct something that needs direct attention please feel free reach to my inbox and please also subscribe to my youtube channel which is the wave podcast all the details will be left in uh, when this video is posted on YouTube. Also, I'm going to leave you with a little snippet of a song, and it's Burner Boys, and it is Burner Boys Time Flyers featuring Salty. So you can download the full song, and the details will be attached to it. Look forward to episode two. Take a breath.